Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast, episode number 97. Getting up there. Oh my god, I actually know the names and titles of the episodes before I get to them sometimes. Isn't that nuts? (laughs) Uh, Thank you for a very, very fun uh, and fulfilling June. What do I have to do to get you, yes you, to come to a tip show, to a live stream I schedule them all the time for Fridays and Saturdays. You can go on graynightorotica.com, click on the live stream tab. You will see some tip shows being scheduled from time to time. I want you to come. They're a real fun time. They're going to start being a part of the podcast. Uh, Don't worry, it's not going to take away from any official episodes or what have you. Uh, Lots of podcasts that I listen to have kind of a mini episode or twice a week. Uh, updating schedule. I'm just gonna steal from that. Why not? Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't steal what's not working, is what I was gonna start saying there, and I swear, I've not imbibed it all today. <laughs> I'm just that tired, which I guess should move us on to the next thing. Uh, even though the live shows are amazing, there's still more work coming up for you guys. Uh, longer pieces are up for patrons. They're for $5 a month. Been working on one. Might as well say what it is now because we're at the end of the month and I never ever promote these things. It's called You Will Call Me Sir. And it is a BDSM themed audio. It is basically just a uh, essentially basic BDSM uh, audio. There's no uh, kinks besides, you know, being beaten for somebody else's pleasure and enjoyment. You know, that vanilla stuff. So it's uh, <clears throat> been putting that together. Looking forward to putting more and more and more of those together as we go on. The recording solution, by and large, is working. I have uh, switched over my schedule so that I am a proper night owl now. I wake up legitimately, at least for the second time, I have to put myself to sleep twice during the day. I'm a very bad vampire. And these days, the second time I'm waking up, I can tell from the sun, I'm like, ah, yes, the day has mostly passed. And I'm very pleased, because that's when I want to be waking up, is somewhere between 4 and 6 p.m. in the afternoon, (sighs) for optimal writing and recording time while I'm stuck here. Uh, And that's exactly what's happening uh, this last week, especially. So we're pretty much there. I'm looking at this as just doing two more months of night shifts and then getting the hell out. So, uh, it's been it's been wondering if you've been wondering why. Look at that little uh, splitter there. If you've been wondering why more work is coming out than scheduling that kind of thing, uh, hopefully you can hear it in my voice right now. I feel ready. Been pushing it. The reason why the uh, the tip shows are being scheduled every weekend uh, now, and that we're also uh, pushing that out as a mini episode. I feel ready. And just like that, you're probably ready for the peace that we have ahead of us. You're probably enough with the dallying, sir. And with that, allow me to please introduce to you our next piece. It's very vanilla. It's very much about you getting head. And hopefully it's very, very cute and sweet. It's called Brunch and Munch. Mm-mm, don't even worry about it. I've got the dishes. No, no, they're very, very easy to clear. Mm, Almost as easy to make. Do you know what I call this little brunch dish right here? I call it my frittata donata. It's that easy. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, one of us has to think I'm cute, and it doesn't seem to be you right now. Mmm. Even after I fed you and offered to clean up, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> well, I suppose you have me there. The guest is always right. Mmm. Thank you for coming over by and by. I know that it's not the, uh, the easiest thing to agree to. Coming over to a man's house, allowing him to cook for you. No, I, I get it. It's just that uh, he could have some kind of uh, picture in his head about how it's going to go. And it could go a little bit something like this. He finishes feeding you, and then he slides onto the couch next to you. And then he just kind of looks at you while he's wrapping an arm around you. Yeah, I don't know why other guys try and make it all smooth. I want you to know that I'm about to touch you. Mm. <laughs> and then he might get in real close and say, Do you know how much avocados cost these days? just to imply that you owe him. <laughs> and then... he might try and kiss you. Mm. He might just lean right in and try and kiss you. Right on the lips. Oh, no, because you know that a guy who's looking you in the eyes and being so direct, oh, once you kiss him, if he really enjoys it, I think he's just going to keep going. <laughs> I'll keep going with touching you and kissing you. That's what I would do, at least. I just sort of keep undressing you. Sliding my hands down your ribs, your sides, your hips, mm. down past your skirt, and then up inside. Mm. Just on your knee, making little circles. And then not. So little circles. Mm. <laughs> oh, I know. What a cad. Who would possibly do that kind of thing? Just try and feed you, make you feel all pliant, sedated, make you enjoy it, and then just start kissing his way down your goddamn front. Through the clothing, and on the exposed skin. And on the parts of you, like your midriff, after he rises the fabric up ever so slowly.
like that. With just one little lick to your navel. <laughs> just as a taste. Taste of what? Mmm. Taste of dessert. That's what. At least, that's what I would assume if the guy was sliding to his knees in front of you. Mmm. <laughs> Reaching up higher and higher on your naked thigh until he found your panties. And then... Well, trying to find your panties. Well, 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 I guess you came over ready to eat. I like that. I like a girl who knows what she wants. Oh, you're not going to let me pull your thighs open even though you let me feel that you have no underwear on, huh? Cheeky. <laughs> Okay, goodness, here it is. Now I have to run my big, strong hands down the cracks in your legs and just gently brush and pull and twist them apart. Oh, it's okay. Mmm. <laughs> You look so sexy right now. That glint in your eyes? Mmm. You're really, 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 really enjoying this, aren't you? <sighs> Not as much as you're about to. Oh, no, my friend. Once you actually decide to open those legs up, that's when you're really going to enjoy this. Mmm. <laughs> oh. Mm. Oh. You're gonna make me kiss your thighs a hundred times? We both know I could force them open. <laughs> and pull you a little bit closer. This is what I've actually thinking about eating all day. Sucking your clit into my mouth. 
just giving it the gentlest little lick that I can. for me when I eat your pussy. <sighs> Close your eyes. Run your hands through my hair. Grip them tight. Individual strands. Push my face into your pussy. Push your pussy into my face. Take it. I want to give it to you. Haven't you always wanted it? Just like this. Don't be ashamed. Get out of your own head and use me to come from my tongue. Let's go. fun not to look like that. You jolt with electricity every single time.
Love that, but it's okay if it wasn't exactly what you needed. Like I said, I've been thinking about this all day. I wanted your pussy and your cum in my mouth. I wanted to swallow it. I've had your pussy in my mouth, and I really enjoy it, but I want to swallow more cum than that. Oh, I want you to really come in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay if you think that you can't, because I have a little bit of a solution, I think. Uh-huh. I'm just going to suck on your clit, and then I'm going to pound the ever-loving shit out of your pussy with my fingers, just two of them. Third would be too much. Mm. And I'm going to be nice. And I'm not even going to stick a finger up that pretty little asshole. Mm-mm. Not yet, at least. That would be way too much. But these fingers, mm. they're ready to go right inside you. Oh, look at that. You're so wet. You're so ready for it. You're so open. Mm. Very good. Mm. Mm. Tighten around it. Mm. Mm. Good. Open your eyes. Look at me. Look at me looking at you while I finger you. Look at how intensely I'm looking in your eyes. Mmm. I want you to have this. I've been thinking about this all day. I want to drink your cum. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
I'm giving to that gland while we keep that pussy nice and stuffed. I want you to come for me. from you right now. Come on. Come on. Oh, feel those fingers moving inside you. Come on. Oh, just moving like a cyclone. Yes. Yes. delicious whether you come or not don't forget it huh Mm-mm. lay back enjoy it I gotta go take care of those dishes before the food stains <laughs> don't worry I'll be back very very shortly I'll have a drink in hand for you nice and cool, and refreshing. And then afterwards, I want to show you the house special. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just a little something I've whipped up and keep on me at all times. It's delicious, smoky, meaty, and thick. I think you're going to like it. And hopefully you enjoyed that piece, but not as much as you're about to enjoy these questions. Oh, that's how you can tell we're really back. It's questions two weeks in a row. I almost know what I'm doing sometimes. Up first, we have a question from 
twisty. Hi. So, first question. Um, what's your favorite color? Purple. Two. What's your favorite flower? An iris. Three. What's a go-to story that you tell to impress an attractive woman? Uh, the story of how I learned her name. Four. Um, if this is a personal question, please do not answer it. Just skip and yell at me or whatever. Um, but, you know, with all your health issues and everything, and I was just thinking, have you ever thought about trying the keto diet? Even though I know it's probably expensive and you're probably trying to save up all your money for your move. Um, but yeah, I, I hear it has its benefits. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to stop it there. Thank you very much, Twisty, for the questions. I, I hear it has its benefits. I hear that putting botulism in your face is very attractive, too. There are commercials on Rachel Maddow that tell me to do it nightly. Uh... I'm not <laughs> into it. Uh, I'll, I'll level with you. I think the paleo diet and ketosis. Uh, I don't talk about this a lot. I actually uh, studied uh, working out quite a bit in my youth, in my, my late teens, early 20s. Uh, actually studied it. Not like on a weightlifter forum, but like in classes and what have you. I know, it's crazy. I am very, 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 very skeptical of keto and paleo diets uh, as they are presented, and also who presents them and how they present them and believe in them. There's a lot of, uh, this is so great, I know somebody and nothing else worked for them, and then they went on ketosis, and uh, I hear you, but every single uh, doctor, anthropology group, etc., cetera, uh, pretty much tells you uh, our ancestors ate 100 grams of fiber a day. There's no doubt about that one. And there's no limit to our fiber intake per day. And rice and beans are really, really good for you. There's like not any better food out there than rice and beans for your, uh, for your whole body health. So it, since the ketosis argument was made, <laughs> I will make the counter argument. Rice and beans. Uh, there was a, there was, this is really going to turn some people off after the ketosis paleo thing, especially given the demographics of the podcast. Uh, you all want a fucking Atkins or a South Beach or anything besides what I have to do, which is move my fat ass to the gym and past every McDonald's on the way there and back. <laughs> it's the only thing that works for me. Oh, how I wish I could eat bacon and fucking look like Brad Pitt all day. Are you kidding me? Side me up. All right. <laughs> this is going to turn off even more people than that. But there was a, a rapper, uh, a rap collective, if you will, from the West Coast that I was actually super into called the Freestyle Fellowship. Uh, AC Alone was <laughs> one of the ones that I enjoyed the most. And to this day, I still, when people talk about nutrition, I hear his voice in my head because he sang the line, I stick to your ribs at night, like oatmeal, peanut butter, beans, and rice. Well, uh, there's questions about whether or not you should have nuts on an individual level, but beans and rice are very, very good. Oh my god! This is a sex podcast! Next question! Hi, Jack. Um, I have two questions for you today. A long one and a shorter one. Let's do this. I'll start with the, the shorter question. 
Um, if money was a, wasn't a concern, where would you choose to live and why? If money wasn't a concern, <clears throat> I would live pretty much the exact same way I am now. Uh, the only difference is I'd live in a kind of a shitty apartment in L.A. Uh, I wouldn't live in the nicest place that I could. I never have. And so if money was no object, I would I would live pretty much the exact same way. I don't need a lot of things. This is Jesse, by the way. I don't know if I said that. I probably said that twice. Uh, thank you for the questions, Jesse. And, yeah, I, I would live pretty frugally still. Uh, the only difference would be L.A. instead of Denver uh, if I had all the money in the world. I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, if I had all the money, and I do have enough money to try and make it in L.A. now instead of moving to Denver, ooh, why am I moving to Denver first? I've, I had to ask myself that question the last uh, month or so, and the answer is I really want to spend, now that I know what health sounds like and feels like, what energy on a proper level in my body feels like, I want to explore that and play with that before I start digging too deeply into opportunity. I hope this doesn't come across as arrogant. I really don't. Uh, but a part of me fears that the more I put myself out there, the less time I'm going to have for myself. And I know myself pretty well. Uh, I'm, I'm good at saying, I'm, I'm so good at saying no to something when it goes against my core belief. But when something just kind of skirts by the middle and, is, and it's got a big enough paycheck attached to it, suddenly I'm not as good at saying no to it. As Mae West once referenced, I can resist everything except temptation. Uh, so, yeah, that's my answer. And that was the short one. My longer question Here we go. is, if given the opportunity to voice a favorite character, <laughs> whether from a film, a book, a video game, wherever, oh. what character would you choose and what voice would you give them? The uh, thanks for answering these questions, and I hope you're having a good day. Oh, thank you so much, Jesse. I really much, uh, very much appreciate all the girls sending in questions. I have always wanted to play, if we can break it down from a specific character to an archetype, I've always wanted to play a Disney villain type, a classic Disney villain either, not one of these nuanced ones either. I want to play a character that comes in from the uh, right side of the screen is always moving towards the left. Their shoulders are huge, and they're always saying th things like, and if they would try and stop me, then they will be stopped! You know? Like, there's no subtlety involved whatsoever. You're never, like... I, I re recently revisited uh, The Lion King because I love Jeremy Irons so much, and it's, it's a fun one. And there's never a question about Jeremy Irons' alignment on the D&D flowchart of that fucking movie. And I really think that that plays to the movie's benefit for children, at least. Even as an adult, I quite enjoyed that he was such a B-movie villain, uh, of course, with an A-level, S-level talent. Uh, next question comes from Chris. Hi, Jack, it's Chris. I've got a couple of questions for you again this week, if okay. that's okay. Let's do it. The first one is a food-related question, and the second one's a sexy question. So much food! So my first question is about picnics. <laughs> I've been on a lot of picnics this week, Ooh. and I wondered what your thoughts were on a good picnic, and what you would take with you on it. Picnics are a fine southwestern tradition, and I have attempted to woo women in my youth with picnics because I did not have a place of my own to take them back to and attempt to fuck them, which is quite the benefit to a picnic in addition to not having to spend a lot of money. Uh, so when you grow up poor and you grow up in a rural area, that means that there's no fast food and there's no money to buy it with. So you, you make things and you get kind of okay at making your dishes. So I, I actually kind of had a classic... 
I can make this really well. I can't do it anymore. Uh, I'm out of habit. I'm trying to get back into it. Where I made from scratch, from absolute scratch, pea soup. Uh, I mean, from flour and salt and yeast, from scratch, bread, pea soup, uh, and uh, risotto. For the You dip the bread in both, uh, really filling kind of mill. It was carbs and uh, salt and, and fat, and uh, women loved it. You know, you get them to hike for, you know, an hour. So for me, when I was thinking like, oh, we're going to go hiking for an hour, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, we're going to hike several miles only to find out that women's legs are small and dainty. And when a woman says, oh, I love going hiking, when you've asked, she might just be saying, oh, I'd love to go hiking with you, tall and clean gentleman who looks me in the eyes despite me wearing a tank top, and I've never actually been in my fucking life, but I'm not turning down this opportunity. Uh, but, uh, yeah, ravenous. Ravenous as soon as they could dunk that fucking bread in those various mixtures uh, I never had an Ethiopian food. A couple of years later in Ann Arbor, I would have Ethiopian for the first time. And uh, for, let me just say, before anybody like squinches their nose at me, Ethiopian food is way better. But it, it was like the same kind of feeling and vibe. Uh, and I really quite enjoyed that. And then I found out that day that I loved Ethiopian cuisine. Gosh, you guys have gotten me in a good mood. You're hearing way too much. And you're not allowed to say breakfast burritos. Oh, no. Lemonade. Oh, no. She was being snarky. And my second question is, if you were in a BDSM dynamic with someone and you were only allowed to choose one rule that they had to follow, Ooh. what rule would you choose? You have to follow all my rules. Rule number one, follow all of my rules. Rule number one. Do everything I say exactly as I say it when I say it. I feel pretty impressed with myself for coming up with that one so quick. How about you guys? Wink. And why would you choose it? Okay, that's all my questions. Thanks, Jack. Have a Thank you very, very much, Chris. I'm sorry I cut you off twice. Your timing is very good. For some reason on Vakaru, I seem to not be appreciating it as much as I should and stepping all over it. Thank you very, very, very much, Chris. I hope my answer wasn't too cheeky for you, but <laughs> I didn't I didn't gain all of these abilities to have them metro metroided metroidvaniaed away in the opening chapters of my uh, spreading my wingedness. Uh-uh, you follow all the rules, I say. <laughs> hey, Jack. I hope that you're doing well. And I thought of a couple of questions for your podcast. Why, thank you, Kitten, the person who's sending these questions in. I've been doing a little bit of traveling this week. Ooh. And I was just thinking about you. Oh. Um, I find when people stay in hotel rooms that they are one of two type of person either you unpack and you use the empty drawers that you've got in your space and you unload all of your hygiene stuff across the bathroom counter or you stay pretty tight-knit you know keep everything in your bag and just live out of your suitcase so which one are you i literally clenched my teeth at this and started shaking my head in disgust Absolutely. <clears throat> it's like you girls don't know me at all that you would even question for a second that I would unpack my shit from a suitcase. I am so lazy 
You do not understand. I have done things. I'm not going to confess them yet. I need a few more zeros in the bank account first before I start telling you all the secrets. But I, I am lazy and I have done things to get out of work that not only am I not proud of, I'm too lazy to feel shame over. I would feel the shame if I made the effort, but eh, it's in the past. So, <laughs> the idea that I'm deploying my fucking clothing from the depot into the area, back into the depot, so I can take the depot home. That's what a suitcase is to you people, apparently. Just some kind of clothing depot that you haul around. Uh-uh. That is the launch pad. Where is the suitcase is the action, logistically. Now, there is one exception to this. I do have a man's grooming kit that I have inside the suitcase. The man's grooming kit and container pops out of the suitcase, makes it into the bathroom, typically goes besides whichever woman's hygiene products are there in the, in the bathroom with me because if I'm getting a hotel room, uh, I'm doing it probably for, for somebody else. Uh, <laughs> I stay in hotel rooms myself sometimes when I'm going alone, but generally speaking, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Uh, the next question. Uh -oh. What is the longest car ride that you've been on? Oh! And what kind of things did you do to keep yourself entertained? Um, you know, what kind of music did you listen to? Did you Do you have any go-to bands nowadays that you like to hear while you're driving? Um, and I... Okay, that's the next question. I'm just really thinking about that over. So I don't listen to, to music that I listen to all day every day when I'm doing longer drives because I'd get sick of them. Uh, I listen to books on tape and, and narrations and things like that when I'm doing a longer travel session. Longest driving was only 13 hours straight because uh, I do travel alone, so I've never really been a road tripper. If I'm driving, I'm driving, and there's nobody else in the car. I'm getting from point A to point B. Longest travel time on a plane, I got stuck in an airport because of weather, Denver International Airport, actually. Huge blizzard somewhere, I want to say 2006, but that might not be the exact year. Anyways, like, legitimately, Denver was just dunzo for a couple of days, and I was stuck in that. Uh, so I, I was initially on something like a 60-hour trip. Uh, no, I was, totally, I was on something like a 16-hour trip. That turned into a 60-hour trip. Uh, not this last trip to Denmark, but the one before. Uh, I read the layover wrong, and I was just stuck sitting upright in a German airport, Frankfurt airport, for 11 hours between layovers after flying over the ocean. That was miserable. Though that felt the longest. Denver, I kind of slept through and drank shitty beer through. <laughs> Uh, sitting up, sitting up right in Frankfurt because I was, I didn't have the money and I didn't know this. I was, I was sick. Lying down didn't feel very good. I didn't know why at the time. Uh, so I just sat up. Uh, this is my life now. Uh, those are the two longest. What do I do? Honestly, I didn't even have a cell phone for that Frankfurt trip. So, uh, I read, I was reading a couple of different books. So I finished two of those. Uh, and then I, and generally speaking, just kind of walk around and keep myself entertained. It's really freakish. It makes every single one of my ex-girlfriends think that I'm a pod person, the way that I can just kind of walk around and entertain myself and introduce myself to strangers and be like, hey, what's your story? 
So last question, do you have a memory that you might share with us from a long trip that you were on? What? You have so many good stories, and I would love to hear one. Uh, well, that's not a question. That's a request. Let's just be real clear. I have a question. Would you sing for us? I have a question. Would you tell a joke? How about five of them? How about for 45 minutes? You willing to come and do it at a stand-up club? It's just a question. Uh, <laughs> put me on the goddamn spot, kitten. Jeez. Okay, so, uh, this is a true story. It's not a funny story, but I'm trying to think of a quick one to wrap it all up with, since I feel like I've been too gregarious today. Uh, true story, I have had some of the weirdest, most interesting conversations with men in airports. Women, <clears throat> once I've gotten past a certain level of intimacy, I can have a conversation with them where they open up anywhere I found. Men, it's not the same, because they don't want to fuck me. So... A lot of times at airports, I believe I've heard the true, what a guy was truly saying was what he really meant. Uh, and this one particular time, I'm talking to this guy, he's putting up this really brave front. Uh, this is not an airport where people are wearing suits and ties. He's wearing a $60 shirt. He's wearing $50 jeans. He's not slovenly. He wants to look pretty okay, too, is my guess. This is not him dressed down. He's not wearing bespoke suits all day. Um, he dresses fairly nice. And his wife and kids, he's in a bar with me uh, in an airport bar that's got like kind of a restaurant, family restaurant, that it opens up into. So there's a bar section and the restaurant section. And we're talking about his wife and two young kids, and they're gorgeous. And they're also very well dressed. And he's complaining to me about the cost of his drink. It's a mixed drink. Uh, and it is very expensive. And so because it's an airport, and I know that I've learned that I've been able to ask these kinds of questions, I just ask him, um, you look like you're doing pretty good for yourself. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at what I'm wearing, look at what you're wearing. And he just says, without hesitation or without irritation or anything else, he just snaps his eyes back to his wife and kids. And he goes, yeah, that's what they think too. But this is our last chance. And then right back to whatever the fuck he was talking about. So uh, that one has always, always, always stuck with me. It is my personal example of do not, uh, do not judge your, ooh, do not base your insides on other people's outsides. Do not compare your insides to other people's outsides. I've heard it a couple different ways. They're all tongue-tying uh, up right now. But yeah, that is the example for me because... I looked like a slob, but I was debt motherfucking free and had no mouths to feed, so... All right, guys, that was questions. You're going to have to send in more next time. That was only four people sending in questions. Look at how long it took. Lots of talking about food and drink and some about sex even as well. I hope you enjoyed it. What do I have to do to get you to come to a live show? Live shows are being scheduled all the time. Fridays, Saturdays, one of the two almost every single weekend. You can find out more on graynighterotica.com. Click on that live stream button. It will tell you when the next one is scheduled. They are completely free. I just beg you and beg you and beg you for money. Anyway, 
I'm having a great time with those. I'm having a great time keeping everything going and rolling along as well. Please send in your questions for next week. You can also find out how to do that on the FAQ section. It's the first question how to send in questions for the podcast. We prefer them on Vakaru. It makes it real, real easy for me to record and get them back up to you. Thank you again for everything. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week ahead of you. See you next time.